Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Sean, hi. Here I am. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, since I got back from Europe, yeah, uh, I, I've had to do laundry and clean my house, so it's been a real productive weekend. <laughs> uh, but also, it's good because there's been lots of curling on TV. Lots of curling on TV. There's been the... Uh, mixed doubles Canadian Championships that we'll talk about in a little bit, and the Seniors Championships, which we uh, probably won't talk about as much because it's still ongoing. But the main event of this week has been the Women's World Championships taking place over there in Silkeborg, Denmark, and uh, just ended this afternoon. We're recording this Sunday, a uh, nice snowy day here in the nation's capital, and Alina Pats, Silvana Tiranzoni, the newly minted women's world champion, Scott, in what I think was the game of the year. It, I, it I don't was, think I've had more fun watching a game this season. It was really good, Sean. A lot of good shots being made on both sides. And uh, we saw this at the European Championships where the Swiss team, you know, sailed through the round robin in first place and had Sweden come back and get them in the final. And uh, here we had the roles reversed. You know, Sweden goes eleven and one through the round robin. Switzerland struggled a little bit more. I think they were seven and they go eight and four. Eight and four. Okay. Uh, yeah, twelve games, right? Yes. Uh, so you know they they struggled a bit at first, but then found their way in the playoffs. And Alina Pats played an amazing game. Yeah, Alina Pats was out of her head today. She uh, she could not miss. She was unbelievable to watch and they said it on the broadcast too uh, well the TSN broadcast uh, for the people who are in the United States or, or overseas I assume they got Rona on, on the call today I, I don't know but certainly on the TSN broadcast they were talking you know early in the the game even some of these ends where there weren't a lot of guards in play these hit and rolls where you're, you're only trying to roll three or four inches they were making those perfectly mm-hmm. those really delicate touch shots the rock spacing was really important. There was an end about the middle of the game, I believe it was the fifth end, where Sweden scored two, but there was nothing up front after, I think, six shots. So mm-hmm. they, they played the last ten stones of the end, being able to keep everything separate. Yeah. And it's those little delicate rolls that are so important to be able to keep that deuce in play, which you just don't see very often, to be able to maintain a two for that long. And it, it was just a really masterful performance. And Alina Pats, uh, to me, too, Scott, the shot of the year, I think, mm-hmm. is her shot in the eighth end, where she makes a double takeout and the, the shooter rolls up to freeze onto the uh, Swedish stone. So there's one on the left. If you're looking down on the overhead, there's one on the left just above the T-line, one sort of back forefoot, and then another one in the 12-foot on the right. She hits the one on the left first, rolls over, rolls into a freeze position to be shot. It was really one of the, the greatest shots I've ever seen, uh, or at least one of the greatest shots this season. Very, it was, uh, yeah, she made that uh, really great shot and and got her team out of trouble, you know. Uh, 
the Sweden was looking at a three, maybe that end. Yeah. And, uh, no question. Yeah. I just got to say like, uh, no, really, really, uh, really well played game there by, uh, by both teams. Uh, Anna Hasselberg seemed like just that much off enough that it, it gave uh, Switzerland the edge. I mean, I wouldn't say she played badly at all, No, but you know, on that, like, especially that last shot coming a little bit deep, uh, giving her a pretty easy shot. Uh, I was just like the other side of the inch uh, for Team Sweden there today. Their their front end played really well. Uh, Sarah maybe not what we'd expect from her, but still really good. So, yeah, I mean, all credit to uh, to the Swiss team, Sean. They, they, yeah, I mean, it's easy to say that you're sort of a little off when the other team is refusing to miss. Sure. Right. That that's really sort of how it goes. Uh, you know, <clears throat> interesting decision in the ninth end. We should talk about that. They. They could be forced. There's there's two Swiss stones in play on Anna Hasberg's last. Really seemed like they intentionally gave up the steal of one to go into the 10th end. Had they, a shot. They definitely gave up the steal intentionally. Um, yeah. Well, they weren't sure. It seemed like Vic, uh, Russ, and Cheryl weren't sure. Sean, let's be honest. They're never sure. Uh, like There's a lot of times when they're not sure what the call is, and it's pretty obvious to me <laughs> sitting at home, but... Uh, well, yeah. it's a language issue. See, if the Swiss, if the Swiss team had done it, Vic would have figured it out. Vic was on point, by the way, on translating today. Oh, he speaks uh, Swiss German. Apparently, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just we're just believing him that all of his translations were good. I have no idea, but uh, he was yes. certainly translated much. But yeah, so so they give up the one there, and they had I think two shots in ten. Both of Anna Hasselberg's shots in the tenth end. She has a wide intern draw on her first to try and sit to. And then she plays a, the hit, sort of hit and roll to try and catch a piece of the button on her last one after Alina Pats came up well short mm-hmm. uh, on, on her last one. And the first one, she was a little deep. The second one just didn't quite curl enough. And you go to the extra end. But, but we've seen this before, and, and I think it's still teams trying to figure out what they want to do. You know, Do you want to have the last rock be down? Uh, you know, we saw Kevin Cooey do it at the Grand Slam, going down two, even. Mm-hmm. And Hasselberg, she's done it to, to go down two into the last end. And you just wonder if it's where the numbers are going to play out. I think at the end of the season, we'll have a chance to really sit down and, and look at what the best choice is. Yeah, absolutely. But it, when Anna Hasselberg's team is doing it, when they're the team making the decision, I'm going to trust them 100%. They know the stats better than any other team out there, it seems. And it depends also against their, their their opponent, right? Maybe against Korea, they wouldn't have played the same shot. They would have taken the lead, perhaps. You, you never Maybe. know, right? And so they know their numbers. They know the, their opponents. And for them to do it, I had to feel confident that I felt confident in them that they knew what they were doing. Obviously, they didn't execute to perfection in the 10th no. end. One of the questions I had uh, on, on uh, Switzerland's last rock... They're, they could have played a tap on their rock that was the top, uh, like biting the top button and been shot rock. Yes. And instead they, they decided to play uh, the intern instead of the outturn tap. And I didn't really understand what the point was. I mean, if you make that tap perfect, I don't think there was anything Hasselberg could do. And then you win the game, right? Yeah. The problem, though, is if you miss it and she has a shot for a multiple. But I don't even think so. Like, the only way... I mean, you'd have to miss it really badly. Yeah. If you come up... Yeah, you uh, miss it heavy and you roll off, there's a double. Yeah, if you come up light, though. Like, she came up light anyway on the other turn. Yeah, but she came up light 
I think coming up light that way prevents the draw that Anna Hasselberg threw on her first one, which was definitely there. And, and you could make a case was even easier uh, now that she had that catcher. I think if Alina Patz comes right there and freezes on top of the one, she might even be shot if she can get to the inside of it. It would have been really close. To me, that shot makes a lot of sense because there's no risk well, in it. The other shot had risk. The, the other thing was uh, Alina Pass didn't seem comfortable throwing it. You know, She sort of shouted down and said, yes. what's this? Uh, I don't know if I like this path, this line. So as the thrower, uh, if she doesn't feel comfortable with it, maybe she, maybe they didn't see the other one. I don't know. I, I wasn't speaking German and, and listening to them <laughs> talk. But to me, I mean, you come down, throw a little tap and win the game right there. And say, yeah. I'm, or you miss it, or you hit it, or, you, or it doesn't curl enough. You get it thin. Okay, she's throwing. There. She's throwing ninety five percent. Yeah, but but the thing is, you're you're in a position where you are you're not you're not going to lose the game in all likelihood, right? Anna Hasselberg's going to have to throw like a, a you know like a ten percent chance shot to win the game if you don't throw your last one. If you're Alina Pats. So why would you do something that could actually increase your chances of losing the game? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I know, I know, fine, like, I know what you're saying. Get, I'm, get the force, go into the extra end, and win the game. I know like, what you're saying. I'm looking at the at the setup right now, and I see like, uh, I don't know. It was almost impossible to miss. Like, no, like, it wasn't the way that she's throwing. That I. It wasn't yeah. impo- it wasn't nearly impossible to miss. It was I think it would be quite easy to miss it. Okay, okay, but like to a player who's throwing 95%, she she's not going to, you know, throw hack weight at it and roll away like no, we but, would. No, but why but why but again, why even take the chance? Win the game now. Yeah, Do she makes now. the other one, she probably wins the game. Uh, and she won the game anyway. Like you you look at the numbers too. If if it's a tie game, obviously you have to do it. But you're up one, and, and you're in a situation where it really looks like the worst that's going to happen is you go to an extra end. Sean, Anna Hasselberg had to hit the, the, the next shot. She hit, made a takeout. If she'd hit it a sixteenth of an inch thicker, and she, but she, didn't. she makes the, she but makes she, but, the but shot it, and wins the game. But, so, if she, but if she hits it, if she hits it like three eighths um, thinner, then she misses it that way too. It was a really hard shot. Yeah, but it was there, and and I'm saying if you make this shot. You you win the game, you're done, game over, shake hands. I maybe they don't even throw because it's like going to be impossible. So I don't know. I just yes, I'm sure Anna Hasselberg wouldn't throw her last shot. I don't know. I thought it was I'm there, sure. and I thought it was easier. So in the end, you're right. They won. I thought it was a curious decision. Okay, it made total sense to me. I thought it was spot on. Okay, uh, decision making. The 11th end. Uh, when we get there, uh, Sylvana Terenzoni flashes a uh, uh, appeal yeah. and. It was interesting, you know, Sarah McManus on, on her guard, it just gets over the hog line and you thought, well, that's a bad miss because there was two corner guards that could have caught a peel. And once it lands so high, you figure, well, that's the end of that. And then Savannah Terenzoni flashes and a Hasselberg comes behind to sort of top 12. And then Alina Pats had a pick and a real, oh, terrible like, like an honest to God pick, not yeah. like, oh, that must have picked, like an actual pick. Yeah. And basically creates a line of three center cards it sort of came in perfectly in between the two mm-hmm. swedish stones and anna hasselberg you really can't ask for more than that to try and win a game in no. an extra end when you're trying to steal and then and then yeah just you know heavy four feet heavy yeah. with their draw so uh that's one of those those things where you're like huh anna hasselberg heavy with a draw when yes. she's got those sweepers 
and has been in this position, not at the world championships, but she's won an Olympics. She's won a Euros. Uh, how, like, how, how do you come up heavy on that? You know? Well, as we all know, the 11th end, you know, there's been two practices. There's been uh, all that stuff into the slide path. You expect to get a little fudgy. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see any real signs of the ice doing that kind of stuff today. No, it, it was good. It, it seemed really, really good. Um, yeah. And, and not a crazy amount of curl, but enough if you needed it. Pretty straight if you were throwing your hits. I, I mean, it seemed really, really good. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate miss for Sweden, uh, yeah. but a, a pretty, pr- pretty happy day for Switzerland when they see that rock come to an end, yes. come to a rest. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, you know, you're better in the top eight even than sort of in the back four foot. Where even she in was. the top like, twelve, top twelve, you're better. Yeah. Um, but then Alina Pats comes down. I think too. I think it's really hard to park something like that. I mean, and, and you saw it with Sylvana Tiranzoni when she flashed it. When Anna Hasberg was going to throw, Sylvana Tiranzoni was looking, I don't know what she was looking at, but it wasn't the ice. It was sort of up into something. Uh, and then Alina Pat says that pick. It's hard to park that, two misses in a row. Sure. And she did a great job. She puts it right on the tee line. Um, you know, I, I, I'm concerned for the spacewalkers uh, who are going out next week because uh, Sylvana Tiranzoni broom might get in their way uh, <laughs> as they're out there space, space walking. Uh, yeah. But, you know, g- good on them, right? It's it, a great, great shot after two toughnesses yeah. to be able to park it, come together. And you know what? At that point, it's do, do your thing. It was a yeah. great celebration. And first uh, world championship there for, for Sylvana Tiranzoni. We sort of forget that with all these great Swiss teams that there's there's been the past few years. Bia yeah. Felcher's won a world championship. Yep. Alina Patz has won one. Yeah, but uh, not Miriam Ott. Don't forget Miriam Ott well, as well. Yeah, Miriam Ott from a different vintage, but 2012. Uh, <laughs> she won in 2012. That's not that's not ancient history. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I think of her as the the previous generation, but. Yeah, so first time for Sylvana Tiranzoni. Good on them. Yeah, you know? congratulations to them. Uh, I will also say, too, I, I felt a little bad for uh, Esther today, um, sweeping. It, it just felt like every time they needed to hold a, a rock, it was on her side. And every time they needed to push one, it was also, also her doing it. I really felt like, <laughs> you know, if if they were if, if her and Melanie Barbazette were wearing like Fitbits or something that Esther did like five miles more worth of sweeping (laughs) than really just the way it worked out. But you know, so I felt a little bad for her. Uh, It seemed like she got all the sweeping calls, but uh, you know, great, great job by them. Great game. Really fun game to watch. Yeah. Uh, There was no blanks in this game. No, you're you're Uh, right. Everyone, every end there was a score. Uh, really great, really great game. Just a a lot of fun to watch. And uh, I tweeted this out sort of, Mostly jokingly, but that that's an advertisement to go back to 12 ends. Mm. <laughs> like, that was just so much fun. Yeah, I was thinking about 8 ends today as I was watching the mixed doubles, which we'll talk about in a bit, but uh, 8 ends is so short. It is. It, it's, it, it feels like there's not a chance to come back. Like, like the first 4 ends are way more important than the first 5 ends Right. in an 8 end game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus a, a 10 end game. So, yeah, I really like 10 me too. Uh, I, I think Me it's too. Uh, you know. I, I think number. I think where we make the change. We'll we'll talk about this at some point. I th- what if we go to nine? <laughs> I thought about this because, you know, the 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 general thinking is you want to score in the even numbered ends, right? Because yeah, so you have the hammer in the last end, but you also want the hammer in the first end. So, 
why not just make it nine ends and then you can have that then having the hammer in the first end you, there's no need to burn an end to blank yeah so that you have the hammer in the even ends and maybe it makes it a little i, I don't know yeah no one's no one's floated nine yeah an idea yeah, yeah make it like baseball right yeah. Nine, nine innings, nine ends. Yeah. Right, why not? And then the commercials with Doug would make more sense. <laughs> um, so uh, so congratulations to uh, Switzerland. The other big news, other than the, the Swedish team getting back-to-back silver medals, is the first ever medal for Korea yes. in a Women's World Championships. Uh, they pick up the bronze medal, the team that, uh, I, I got to say, Scott, they have to have the most frequent flyer miles out of any team in the world this year based on everything they've done and where they've gone. Sure. They uh, have been playing a lot. They played at two of the Grand Slam events for Korea. Maybe maybe all three. Uh, two for sure. Two for sure. Uh, they made the final in Omaha. They won the event in uh, Yun Koping. And, and now uh, they get to go to Beijing. They get to go... So they get to go to Beijing. They... Played in the university games in Siberia. Yeah, they were in Nova Scotia uh, for in the World Juniors. World Juniors in Nova Scotia, like just all over the place. I oh, mean, yeah. Uh, and good on them because they didn't really show sign of fatigue. Maybe that's the uh, 19-year-old legs Yeah. there. But, uh, Sean, I don't know if you remember, this is a team that I picked to make the playoffs in our, uh, our hey. picks. Yeah, we'll get to the picks. You did very well this week, which you needed to do well this week. Sure but, did. Uh, yeah, Minji Kim and her team. You know, so some another story came out about the uh, the the Olympic team, the Garlic Girls, sort of the confirmation of some of the accusations about the funding being taken from them and and pressures about uh, the the pregnancy as well. So you know, go read about that. That some of that was confirmed this week, and the the committee, the Olympic committee there in in South Korea, are going to make some changes. To, to how they're going to operate based off of that, which is obviously a good thing. And so now you, you wonder moving forward what's going to happen because Minji Kim and her team, this is a junior team and they're coming up gangbusters, but you also have the Olympic silver medalists who potentially next fall will be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to have to figure out what's what, what way they want to move forward. You're right. Uh, maybe a bit of controversy. Uh, we'll have to keep our ears to the ground and maybe our uh, roving reporters on the scene there in, in Asia. Yeah, can let, us know what's, let us know what's going on. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Minji Kim and her team. And I believe Vic said that's 12 or 13 countries now have won medals at w- Women's World Championships, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that's more than I would have guessed. By the way, in you know terms what? of countries. Yeah, you're right. That is uh, quite a few countries. And uh, I guess now, Sean, is where we transition into talking about how good uh, the field was and how uh, poorly Team Canada played. Yeah, so let's get into that. <laughs> um, it was a good field. Uh, I think I think on our preview, maybe we underestimated how good this field was. When you look at sort of the experience of who was there, mixed with the young teams like Minji Kim who was there, or Sophie Jackson, who obviously mm-hmm. didn't have the week she wanted. Uh, she was injured. But there was this re- it was a really nice mix. And you know, coming off an Olympic year, you, you sort of expect it to be maybe a down year at a world championship. This wasn't. This was a great field. Mm-hmm. Big and 
the three Asian teams made the playoffs yep. here, which is great yeah. uh, for the sort of expansion of the sport there. I think the, the biggest surprise for me was the Chinese team. Me too. Uh, making the playoffs. Me too. Absolutely, Sean. We talked about them a little bit in our preview and not really knowing that team. Uh, it was a different team than they sent to the PACCs. So, yeah, seeing them really burst onto the scene and have a great week after losing their, their first game, right? They lost to Canada in the first uh, or at the beginning sometime. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what a great, great week for them. Uh, the field, of course, expanded to 13 teams to include three PACC teams. Uh, that's why the field is now 13 and the playoff format is the way it is. And we're seeing immediate dividends for those three teams. As they, as you mentioned, they all make the playoffs. So yeah. uh, really good for them. Uh, who are the bottom two teams that are going to have to get relegated, Sean? So Finland and Latvia. Okay. The bottom two here on the standings: Latvia going one and eleven, Finland there at three and nine, but they lost to Denmark. Right, and of course the the great story being the Chinese team actually came through the pre qualifier yeah. event in, in New Zealand. So, I mean, a real tough road for them to get into the World Championships, and then for them to make the playoffs beyond all expectations, I'd say. For sure, uh, so, absolutely. So, like an an excellent excellent week for them. Uh, yeah, and because we, we talked before, like, what is the transition in China going to be with Bingyu Wang right. not playing anymore? And is there going to be someone who can show up at these events and and routinely be competitive? Uh, right, Bingyu Wang won a world championship, uh, I believe, and you know was in the playoffs a whole yes. bunch. And is there somebody now who can take that mantle? And maybe maybe this is the team. Yeah, Sean, maybe it is. So uh, good for them. Right, uh, good job overall. Yep, same and with the Japanese team too. Great job by them. To yeah, get in. the Japanese team. I think was, they got they they sort of they were front runners. They they got out to a good start. Yeah, uh, I think benefited from a an easier schedule early on, and then sort of came back to to earth as the Chinese did team uh, actually yeah, as they well. They struggled yeah. towards the end of the week mm-hmm. with uh, sort of the schedule turning on them. But again, you know, you, you you play who's in front of you, and and good job by the Japanese squad to make the playoffs. Yeah, and everybody plays everybody, and Japan beat the two right teams, uh, you know, that they were tied with. So. Yeah, so let's get into the United States. I'm putting this off as long as I can. Let's get into the United States. Uh, Jamie Sinclair and her squad, they go 6-6. Six and six. They made the playoffs last year also going 6-6. Six and six in North Bay before losing to Jennifer Jones in the semifinal. That's right. Sort of a mixed week for them, up and down. They, I'd say, they had yeah. some good games, they had some bad games. Uh, Jamie Sinclair fell on Friday morning, mm-hmm. so she was unable to play in the last game. Uh, turned out not to matter. The playoff pitcher had been determined by that point, uh, but sort of a, a crappy way to end a week for Jamie Sinclair on, on a personal note, but also for the whole team. And just, it's, I don't know, Scott, I, I think I think if you were to give Jamie Sinclair true serum, that, that she would have expected to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're not happy with uh, with the way the week went. Uh, they had some, like, the, the loss to Japan, pretty tough, obviously, given that that's the tiebreaker game. For sure. That they had. Uh, I would say their success in beating Team Canada pretty good job uh so you know they they got some wins that they wanted uh, obviously disappointed i i believe if they had won their last game sean they they would have made the playoffs they would have been seven and five so that last game did matter 
Oh, right. Cause, sorry, because, yes, it was the afternoon draw yeah. uh, in Silkeberg. Uh, yeah, it was the Friday night, everything had been decided. But, yes, you're right. Actually, yes, they, they did have to win that game, which was tough. I mean, it sort of puts uh, Vicky Persinger in a really, t- really tough, tough spot. Yeah, 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 for her to come in and throw third rocks there. Uh, their loss to Germany, uh, 10-5, was another one of those losses that you look at and you think, oh, boy, if they could have avoided that, uh, that would have been pretty good. And I I feel like that was near the beginning of the week. Uh, I watched them play against Denmark in their first match, uh, which was the, the first game there, and I was in Germany for it. So yes. I was watching uh, in German and uh, didn't really understand anything. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I mean, tough, a tough week overall. They they started okay, uh, get got some momentum, and then they, I mean, they lost to the, mostly the teams you would expect them to lose to, right? They they lost to Sweden and Switzerland. They lost to Russia, uh, Korea. Maybe you would have hoped for a better outcome, but uh, yeah. like we talked about, this team's good. They lost to Japan. They lost to Germany. So, you know, those are two games that right there. Yeah, those are the two that, uh, yeah. those and when, are the two that you're looking at. It was a similar situation for, for Chelsea Carey. I know we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I I believe U.S.'s last game was against Switzerland. Uh, I think that's right. It was against one of the teams that was already in the playoffs anyway. So you come to it and you think, oh, boy, uh, this is going to be real. We really need to win this game. And they, they come up against one of the stronger teams in the competition. So, right. Uh, yeah, I would say they're probably disappointed. But they've learned a lot for this this week. Um, of course, they played the whole year with both Anderson sisters, which I, I know was the plan for this year. But we'll see going forward uh, if they welcome back their usual third, whose name is escaping <laughs> me right now. But uh, yeah, so it remains to be seen what will happen for this team going forward. But for them to win the, the U.S. playdowns, that's, that had to be one of their top goals for the season. Yeah. And... You know, they'll be at uh, at least one more slam, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they're not going to go to Beijing for the world final of the the World Cup. Okay. Uh, it was announced this week that it's going to be Nina Roth and her team. That'll be representing the United States there. By special invite? I guess. I don't I guess. know. They just announced on Twitter that they were going. Okay. Um, and you're right that they did lose to Switzerland in the last game, or their last game, in the Friday afternoon draw. Yeah, and, and unfortunate that Jamie couldn't play because obviously that was a must-win game and i believe they lost by one point but they yeah. got run out of stones in the in the last end so. yeah they were down 5-3 without the hammer in the 10th end yeah so switzerland uh, hit hit their way out of it to get give up just to steal the one so yeah. tough go there for uh, usa <clears throat> yeah speaking of tough goes let's uh, get to chelsea carry her team they finished eighth here Losing to the United States and to Japan to get to eighth. Mm -hmm. Uh, No tiebreakers in the World Championship, which we'll talk about in the men's preview in more detail. I don't like it, but I also don't like that they're six playoff teams. So, uh, you know, I guess you pick one or the other. Um, I I mean, yeah, you finish six six and six, like... You, you probably don't deserve to make playoffs. No, you, you really don't. So, for, for Chelsea Carey and her team, the only playoff team they beat was China. And the only non-playoff team that they lost to was Scotland. So, if you look at, sort of, she was right. She beat the teams below well, her. And, and she and, lost to the teams ahead of her. And the USA, Sean. And, to, yes. to me, that game was where it started to like really fall off a cliff. They were playing uh, Jamie Sinclair... Uh, something happened. I was I was at work, 
and I was trying to watch, but, uh, I don't know. I had a meeting or something and I couldn't see exactly what happened. And, uh, she gave up five and then a steal of one and then a steal of four. Yes. They, they gave up 10 straight points. They were up six to three disaster, right? Just yeah. like, just, you can't do that. And after that, it felt to me like the wheels fell off. Uh, I believe to get five, Chelsea put her rock in like the one, the one spot where they had a run back at it. It was just like, just in the, just the exact wrong spot. Uh, so, you know, a little bit other side of the inch there, but that's a big swing for points. And then they had to go hard, gave up that steal of one. And then it was like, okay, we got to just do what we got to do and, yeah. and miss their last shot to give up four yep. and, uh, said, okay, that's enough. Good night. But that game, Sean, that that's the game that they needed to win. And they did not. And they didn't win. Yeah. And after that game, they lost a couple more yep. that really put them behind the eight ball. Going into their final day, they're playing Sweden and Denmark. Uh, yeah. So Denmark, okay. And they had to win both to win. of them. But, but, I mean, you don't put yourself in a position where you have to beat Anna Hasselberg. No. They did, but they did. And, and let me correct myself. They also beat Russia. Uh, so they did beat two playoff teams in China and Russia. But I don't know. Like it, you, you watch some of those games early in the week. They, they barely beat Latvia. And with all yeah. due respect to Latvia, uh, Chelsea Carey should beat her pretty easily. Uh, should win that game easily. It, it should have gone to an extra end. Uh, the, the Latvian skip, she just threw way too much weight on her last one and ended up rolling out. But, but she had a shot for two to take it to an extra end. Yes, the numbers are such that Chelsea Carey would probably win that game anyway. But... It's one of these things where the concern, they were three and one, but there was concern about that mm-hmm. three and one because they just, they weren't sharp. They were struggling with the ice and it it just wasn't their week this week. They, they just never quite clicked. And, and it's really, it, it's, it's curious because at the Scotties, they were just a, a hot butter th- or hot knife through butter yeah. for the f- most most of that week. They just were completely on fire, really couldn't miss. And now here it was just the, the exact opposite. It seemed like there was more rocks in play than what she was doing at the Scotties. Whether mm-hmm. or not that's a conscious choice or just sort of the circumstances of falling behind early in a few games and trying to mix it up to get back into them, I don't know. But... It it just obviously and, and Chelsea Carey she was she posted this on on Twitter that it just they just didn't have it this week. No, you're right, Sean. They they just didn't have it this week. And I'm looking at the skips percentages. Actually, all the positions. Chelsea Carey the fifth skip, but it was it was very much either in the 60s or in the 80s. Like, like right. there was a couple at the beginning of the week, low 70s. But you know. There was five games in a row where she's 68, 70, 68, 69, and then gets it up to 86, 66, 81, 84, 82 for the last one. So right. she started playing better at the end, but it was too little too late at that point. Right. And Yeah, so she averages in the 70s, but she never actually shot in the 70s. Right. And Sarah Wilkes uh, is second-rated skip there behind Sarah McManus. So, or third. Or third, right. Uh, so it, it's not like the rest of the team was playing like hot garbage. No. And I wouldn't say any of them really did play terribly, terribly. But when you get to this level and uh, if you want to win games, you're going to have to post uh, in the high 70s or 80s to win. Yeah. And you, you look at the game today, too, right? They There was very few shots where people were off just that little bit. And this team was just off that little bit. 
this week. Yeah. And uh, that the, you know, they, they played not great and they ended up with a not great record. And when you play close games, you know, they can go either way at the end. So yeah. And when you're off and you're in a close game, it's not going to work out for you. Now, with all that being said, there's Devin Hero's article this week. Uh, apparently, this team was getting a lot of flack on Twitter. And a lot of the, the other players were coming out saying that obviously it's not warranted uh, any sort of personal attack or anything like that. Uh, and a lot of the tweets from other people were saying, sort of touching on how they didn't quit and they, they represented the country well and all this. And I, 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 no one should question Chelsea Carey's effort. No, never. Ever. Never. Like, that's insane. If anybody was on Twitter questioning whether or not Chelsea Carey really wants to win... They've never watched Chelsea Carey play. No, never. Like, that's all Chelsea Carey wants to do. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, there, there's no there's no space for, like, vicious personal attacks, anything like that. Um, you know, there's space for discussion about why are they struggling, what's yeah. going on, and that kind of stuff. But no, no, no personal... Not, like, I, somebody tweeted this, and I sort of agreed with it, that I, I guess we're doing Twitter properly because I didn't see any of it. Right. Um, so we've been able to avoid sort of the faceless, the troll culture of that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But anyone who's doing that, like, just just stop it. If, if you're upset that they're losing, like, okay, um, go for a walk. Right. Like, and be a normal human being. And so there's, there's a bit of a discussion here about, well, they're representing Canada. We have to cheer for them no matter what. Now... I disagree because I don't think like my my identity isn't Canadian, right? My identity is well, a guy, you're breaking news here, a guy, Scott. You're a breaking guy news. Who, guy who likes curling and and so maybe they're not my favorite team that's at this world championship, but the idea that like oh well they're Canada so I have to cheer for them and like supporting them no, I don't have to support them. Like if I don't like their team, I can cheer for some other team, but you can't cut them down right uh, there's a difference yeah there's so a big difference so like no you don't have to like the team but if you don't have anything really nice to say then and just don't, like just don't shut say anything up. yeah we can say things like boy that scoreboard looks like the uh thursday night men's league yeah because it does <laughs> it does yeah and uh and, and like, there was i think that it was the china korea game I, I tweeted that the scoreboard looked like a mixed doubles game because it was back and forth it was and like back and four, forth. three, five, four. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And, and Sean, those things happen and we're not going to like you and I, I don't think are going to shy away from saying, boy, they're, they're not playing well. No, because that's like true and objective Yeah, that they're not playing well. So, yeah. And it's not, and it's, it's the other thing too. I think we, we always should be careful too. It's like, when someone were, if we were to tweet at the players and be like, "You're not playing well," it's it's not like they don't know that they're struggling. Oh yeah, yeah. They're well aware that they're not having the week that they wanted to have. Um, so yeah, there's there's no reason to cut anyone down at all. Um, and don't yeah, don't at somebody in the in their tweets like, "Boy, at team Chelsea Carey is really bad today." Like, no, you don't need to do that. No, you just mean, just uh, hashtag curling and uh, there you go. Yeah, or or how about if you're like, just have fun. It's sports. Oh yeah, it's like, sports. Just have it's fun. Just have fun with it. And so I was, I was really upset to see that. If people are, if people are going out and cutting people down like that, don't do it. It's not fun. Um, and at the same time, I agree with you that there's no sort of, there, there's nothing in my passport that says every Canadian team in every sport I have to root for. 
necessarily, right? Exactly. And, um, and again, my my sort of rooting interest at Briars and Scotties usually is who do I want to watch on TV for another week? Yeah, uh, is generally how I do it. And um, so so yeah, I have nothing against Chelsea Carey or Team Carey. Um, no, they're the official team of the show. Exactly, exactly. So, they won our support yes. way back in uh, September. So good on them. Yeah, and and you know what? They didn't they didn't go out and and slam their brooms or no, you know, uh, act a fool no. uh, on the ice. One of the things uh, in the last game, they sort of cut to Chelsea Carey between ends, and she was talking and saying, uh, "Boy, I just confirmed my theory that the loudest screamer is the lead on a tick shot in any team." <laughs> and uh, she says that to Rochelle, and they just all start cracking up. So yeah. it's good to see them like. You know, like being a little bit looser there towards the end of the week. Once they knew they were, they were done for sure. Uh, but yeah, they're just trying their best. So yeah. like, she's a two-time Scotties winner. She's yeah. been to the final of a trials. Like, like she, you don't get like, there if you're not good. Exactly. So yeah, whatever. And, and yeah, and and some of the stuff where people were like, I guess some of the tweets were saying that she was an embarrassment to the country. Like that's all nonsense. No, that's, that's all garbage. Like that's just complete and utter ridiculousness. Um, you know, in my couple interactions with Chelsea Carey. Uh, I love how uh, forthright she is. Mm-hmm. She doesn't shy away from anything, which I've always appreciated about her. So, um, so yeah, so good on good on them. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? It's it, it's very rare that you get to represent your country at a world championship, at least to represent Canada in a world curling, curling championship. championship. Yeah. Um, so hopefully the experience wasn't ruined for them. And uh, if you're on Twitter being a jerk, just. I, I just don't. Yeah, just don't. Like, yeah, go for a walk, make <laughs> make friends. I don't know, do something else. Um, right on. So uh, the rest of the field, I think it sort of broke down the way we might have expected. Scots with uh, Germany, Denmark, Finland, Latvia struggling. Scotland maybe a little uh, predictable that they weren't at the top of their games. Yeah. Sophie Jackson sadly got. Uh, injured, so she couldn't play all the games this week. Uh, she got back on the ice later in the week, uh, but you know, a long stretch for them going out to Siberia and then coming back here f- after the university ad. Yeah, Sean, for that team, I think it's more about reps. They need 100%. to get more reps. Uh, they uh, they've got the skill, but some of their uh, decision making was a bit questionable. I remember, I think it was their last game, and she played a shot, and I was like, "Why is she doing that? Like, it, it, it's the wrong call." And even the announcers were saying. Uh, on, yeah. on YouTube that Boy, Rona? That's, was it Rona? Um, no, it wasn't. But uh, whoever it was. <laughs> I just want Rona. That's all I want. I want Rona on my TV. And Rona and Vic doing a game together would be just the greatest thing ever. Wow. Wow. Now you're putting something. <laughs> hmm. And everybody that was saying, oh, Cheryl Bernard got fired by TSN. No, no. She was there for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, she just couldn't get out of something. So, uh, yeah. Did we ever see them in... The arena? Are we sure that they were there and not in Toronto? I'm not sure, but so, uh, eh, whatever. Either way, they definitely didn't have control of the replays because there was a few times today where they were surprised <laughs> as to what replay came up. Not sure why we're showing this, <laughs> but uh, okay, sure. Uh, the the only other maybe slight disappointment would be Germany, Sean. They finished, uh, of course, with that third place finished at the Euros and had a bit of expectation yep. to, to do well in this event. Finished uh, four and eight or five and seven? Five, five and, seven. and seven. Yep. So a uh, tough week for them. But uh, the disappointments of U.S., Canada, I think are a little, little stronger disappointments than Germany. Maybe not so. for the German team themselves, yeah. but 
uh, expectations-wise. Yeah, for sure. And, and I then, actually think, in terms of disappointments, I think Alina Kovaleva might be disappointed, too, uh, not getting through that quarterfinal. Um, uh, they played really well this week. Yeah, and, they and did. That's a team that I, I think they're capable of winning a world championship. I think, I think they're good enough. Uh, maybe to, to maybe not it. maybe not just yet, but yeah, they played. They had a great week, and yeah, just had a dud game against uh, Japan, which is what we kind of don't like about this this format, right? Do you want to talk about the format just a little bit? Yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I what I don't like about it is that now, in all fairness, I guess if Alina Kovaleva, if this is a page, she has a dud in her first playoff game, she's dead anyway. So you know the 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 case for not doing this isn't really for what happened to Russia this week. No. Um, more for the Koreans, uh, for, for their case. But what I don't like about it is that I think too many teams make the playoffs. And I don't like that there's no tiebreakers. I, I think that over the course of the week, if you're playing 12 games and you get to the point where you're tied for a last playoff spot... Head-to-head, I can live with. I'm not mm-hmm. crazy about it. But if it's a three-way tie and we're coming down to the last shot, last stone draw, as they call it, mm-hmm. I think that's awful. Um, play a game. Just just, just play the game. Like, who cares? Like, you can have... You have four sheets. Right. You can still play the other playoff game at the same time. You don't have to have single sheet. You can For the semifinal, you can have sort of semifinal... Uh, the other game going on, and like it means probably three games for a team potentially right. on Saturday, but but they put themselves in that position by not winning yeah. enough, right? Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, the the most glaring problem with this format is that we have six and six teams making the playoffs, which yeah. shouldn't happen. Just just to be fair, and now I talked about the Briar and Scotties, how you need eight and three has been the number to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, the last couple of years with this new format, and Love I think it. I think that's too much to ask for. I think seven and four uh, should should have a chance, but uh, yeah, to go six and six and be able to win a medal as Japan had the chance to do earlier today, uh, I don't know. And and like Jamie Sinclair did last year for sure seems a little bit like it's diluting stuff a bit. A little bit. So yeah, I would go back. But the thing is, with thirteen teams. What are you playing for sort of middle of the week if you're three and five? I think that's a problem, right? Sure. You have you have so many teams there, and if you only let four out of 13 in, the the le- the latter part of the week could really be a slog for a lot of folks. So I don't know what the balance is. I don't think you want to go to a group system or anything like that. Uh, you could do like an ABC draw and not have a round robin and, and just watch Vic slowly <laughs> uh, slowly devolve as he tries to figure out the math of it. I don't know. No, you need you need a, a, a full round robin for a world championship, I'd say. I would say for a Canadian championship too, but uh, we've talked about that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know what the answer right. is though. I don't right. know, if you want to have 13 teams, and I, I, I have no problem with having 13 teams, I just don't know what the answer is. Well, the answer might be to relegate more teams. Yeah, you could do that if you wanted to, and uh, potentially have sort of a sort of like the Europeans, and, and the two events are could run concurrently almost, sort maybe. of a world yeah. tier two sort of thing. And then that if you had fun. maybe twenty teams there in total, potentially, if if you want to expand it, maybe start with sixteen. Might get the uh, it might get a little unworld unwieldy there. 
that's fine. But you could play it maybe in a club too. I don't know. Like have a club available for part of it. I don't know. Who knows? Sorry, yeah. my my phone rang. I that's I don't weird. know who's calling me. Uh, who knows? You're the only one I know. <laughs> so uh, so overall, I, I, I the building I thought was kind of cool looking. Uh, sort of small. Not a lot of folks around, but the ones who were there were making noise, yeah. uh, which I enjoyed. So it seems like a good job by Silkeborg and uh, the Danish people. So overall, I would say, from afar, a successful Women's World Curling Championship. Absolutely, Sean. So do you, let's go over our picks real quick. Yeah. Uh, because I was perfect. Now, I wrote, I have written down here that I picked Switzerland to win. Okay. I don't remember doing that, but uh, if I bolded it, probably uh, sure. I did it. All right. Uh, I'm so not gonna go. I'm not gonna five. I'm not gonna go back and listen. But yeah, so that's uh, five points for me because <laughs> I had Sweden, Switzerland, Russia, and Korea. Well done. As I as I picked, and uh, for you, Sean, you had Sweden, Switzerland, Russia. Yeah. Sweden to win. Yeah. And you, you of course picked Chelsea Carey to make the playoffs, I did. which I did. Uh, did not work out for you. So uh, three points for you. Yeah. So what are our totals now for the season? Well, that's a good question. So you had a. Eight point lead going yeah. in. Now, does that include the Briar? Because you were yes. gone for the Briar one. What were the just the point totals in the Briar? So for the Briar, uh, I had picked the wild card team to win. Okay, so close. So close. Uh, and I also picked Scott McDonald to make the playoffs. So I missed. Yes. Out on that one. Uh, so I got three points. And Sean, you picked Brad Gushu to win. But, I did but for the three peat, but picked all four of the playoff teams correctly. Okay. And so you got four points. Okay. So that put you up by eight. Okay, so now it's a six-point. So now uh, we're down to a six-point. Uh, with only a handful of you. events left. Uh, I'm really going to have to put my picking hat on. Really, yeah, it's going to be tough for you. That grand final is going to be worth a lot of points. Yeah, lots of sort of double down or something. So, uh, so there you have it. Uh, another week of curling in the books. We'll be back with you later in the week to preview the Men's World Championships, which is kicking off in lovely Lethbridge, Alberta on Saturday. Home of the Pronghorns. If you say so. Yeah, so uh, um, we'll be back to preview all 13 squads who will be heading out there to Alberta later this week. If you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. We should be on Google Podcasts. I really dislike this Google Podcast app, by the way. But we should be there. They told me it's live. But if you have any problems with it, please let me know. Uh, Certainly tune in and Stitcher and all those other places you can find us. Please do like and rate and help people just find the show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod. Email the show at Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. So enjoy the rest of your weekend if you're listening to this on the weekend. Or happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. And uh, hopefully oh. the weather turns. Hopefully it's spring where you are because <sighs> it's not here. Gosh. My friends in BC are like eating ice cream outside and boy they're horrible people i'm really jealous yeah so uh, we'll be back with you later in the week but until then keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern